0: Hi everyone, this is Kayla with The Unexpected Self-Evolution and Still I Rise. In episode one, I talk with Kim. She is a behavior analyst working as a behavior specialist in a local school district. During my conversation with Kim, we talk about a lot of different ideas that work for her and work for her clients, if you will, which can totally be applied to adults and your kids. She gives us one great suggestion, and it has to do with your face. Um, So let's hear my conversation with Kim. All right. So I'll just put that
1: um, here. Okay. So I love your office. This is great. Thank you. Okay. So, (laughs) Kim, I don't know if you know this I'm a giant dork. Me too. Okay. We're going to be silly then. Like, Let's be really silly
0: together. All right. So you are the first guest on the podcast, which I couldn't be more excited about. So I'm really excited. So, okay. The podcast is called um, Unexpected Evolution, Unexpected Mm -hmm. Self Evolution, and Still I Rise. So I do want to talk a little bit about even... I'm sorry, my stomach is growling. (laughs) Okay. Hey, that's okay. (laughs) I just ate a honey bun. For anybody who knows my story about honey buns, it's really important for me to keep eating honey buns. I'll to tell you that story. So unexpected self-evolution and still I rise. So what's really important is that we get people on here that are like open, willing to talk about what they do, their passions, and even what they're rising from. So mm-hmm. that's part of probably part of our conversation today too. So, okay, but let's, let's start with who you are, what you do what
1: you love about what you do because i know there's a lot I, in there. yeah i could go on and on and on i get really excited and i get red because i just can't stop once Yay. i get going so i'll try to control myself um my name is kim kirk and i'm a board certified behavior analyst also known as a bcba mm-hmm. and my practice involves applying the science of applied behavior analysis and that is taking a look at environmental factors and how it affects an individual, and so what I really love about that is taking a look at of every variable that that's, um might be causing somebody an issue that manifests behaviorally. So we can observe it and measure it, uh-huh. and just manipulating a few things in the environment to get a better outcome for them. So I'm I think of myself as a change agent mm-hmm. and um, nothing feels better than when you get a really good outcome
0: uh-huh.
1: I love what you do
0: there's so many questions that run through my head as I'm listening to you talking I'm like this is amazing yeah you are a change agent for sure do you do you love
1: working with adults kids both everything um I I like it all so my first three years I spent in um, in home care working with young children with autism so that's real passion to me Mm -hmm. and then i thought school is huge um they really need help with behaviors here so i'm i'm so passionate Mm -hmm. that just everyone everyone i love it
0: yeah okay as we're getting toward the new year so 2023 is wrapping up 2024 we're heading into A lot of my followers, listeners, and clients in the clinical setting, we're kind of talking about, okay, what are the things that we're proud of ourselves for, for 2023? It was a pretty rough year for a lot of people. So we're doing a lot of processing kind of the end of 2023 and then talking about, okay, 2024, we're starting from scratch. What do you want for yourself in this year? you know, and I'm hearing a lot of people getting excited about that. Like let's set some really new passionate goals for ourselves. Yeah. So, but I was wondering like your thoughts about that, like 2023, even for you, for you personally and professionally, you know, how do you think about goals being a behavior analyst, like looking over your last year?
1: Well, um, so being uh, new to the school system in this area, uh, it, it's, it's really been a rough road trying to pave the way. But it's coming along, and that's, it's, it's evolving, and that's all I can ask for. Um, I'm very patient. And so that's mm-hmm. what people need to know about setting goals is to be very patient. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we are in a tech-savvy world, so everything comes at a push of a button, a tap of, yes. you know, um, change takes time. Mm-hmm. And it slowly shapes and evolves and I think I think when you set a goal the important thing is to be very specific with it for mm-hmm. example a typical one is I want to lose weight okay well that's pretty wide so mm-hmm. it's easy to blow that off but if you make a very explicit
0: mm-hmm.
1: definition of that I want to lose one pound per week mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. do you do exactly what you want to see, Mm -hmm. write it down, have it part of it, not just so wide as, you know, or I want to start exercising. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'm going to exercise 10 minutes every morning before I go to work, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you can evolve to 15 minutes to 20 minutes to, and it all kind of takes shape and and you feel really good about
0: it. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about it takes time. Change Mm -hmm. takes time. And something that I heard in your voice was compassion do you find yourself telling people hey be a little nicer to yourself be
1: compassionate with yourself while you're working on your goals yes and yes in progress everybody looks at progress as this line that's just shooting straight up Mm -hmm. and it's not it's jagged. you'll have ups and downs and and as long as the trend line is shooting up it's good but you're going to have bumps in the road we're Mm -hmm. all human it's Mm -hmm. okay to go Mm -hmm. slow yeah And every little bit towards that goal is success. Yeah.
0: And I think sometimes us plateauing for a bit is still progress, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if we're holding at a certain place, you know, I remind people, hey, if you look at the last 10 years versus just this last year, because it was a hard year for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but look at what you've accomplished for the last 10 years. Maybe 2023 was your year where you kind of set your pace for a little bit. You right. know, like right. a pace car
1: in a NASCAR race. Yeah. Like you just yeah. kind of, you know, you're maintaining the progress that you've mm-hmm. reached so far. You're maintaining. And that's the important thing is having that ability to mm-hmm. maintain. The other thing I like, I don't know if you do this with the students, but I like to
0: um, almost create a feeling of, okay, let's say you do want to, I work with a lot of adults. So let's say you want to lose weight. I always say, okay. What's your visual of that? Are you wanting the pink bikini in Miami? And what would that feel like? Let's say you get there. Mm -hmm. What would that feeling feel like? Mm -hmm. That's the goal is the feeling that you're going to have, you know, for me personally, that'll pull me right to the goal. If I really resonate with the feeling.
1: Right. Well, so I, I'm a little bit different. I will, I will ask somebody, what does that look like to you? Because Mm -hmm um what my perception of let's say let's use aggression because i work with aggression okay um what aggression looks like to me Mm -hmm. might be totally different to you so it's really important to know what it looks like to that individual Mm -hmm. um and it's going to be really based on their learning history so Mm -hmm. we have to think of that too Mm -hmm. um when we're setting goals, you know, or when we're talking with somebody trying to understand them. Their learning history could be completely different than ours, and so views are going to going to be different. That makes
0: so much sense. They're learning history and their learning ability and mm-hmm. style and Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I love this.
1: Do you have any goals for 2024? Um yeah, I do. I I do. I'm not really good at ever meeting them, but um, I can try. Isn't it funny
0: that? Okay, so we work with people yes. on their goals, but when it comes to ours, it's like, ooh, I'm not really good. I'll yeah, get it. to it. I'll yeah. get to it.
1: So I got to get better at practicing what I preach. Uh-huh. Um, and also I I want to really work on a work life balance because I do, um work all the time. My kids tell me, stop it. You're always working. You're always Mm -hmm. thinking about work, talking about work, doing work, blah, blah, blah. I -hmm. I don't sleep because I'm thinking about how I can problem solve. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to balance that out. And that's going to take place by learning how to say no. I'm Mm -hmm. a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. So I would prefer to have the hardship on myself and give somebody else some ease, but that Mm -hmm. doesn't always work out really good. My battery runs empty a lot. So that and, um, Learning something new, doing Ooh. something new that I that I've never done before, but I've had an interest in. It will no longer be skydiving because I think my legs will fall off upon landing. I was just thinking of <laughs> skydiving. I've always wanted to do that, but I think that's kind of past. So um, I'm thinking maybe some martial arts or something oh, like
0: that. That would be awesome. Yeah, I know some people. Yeah. I know some people. That would be so much fun. Yeah. We should go to... I won't be very a,
1: good, but a, I'll do it. A
0: lesson or a class. That's the thing about martial arts, though. So, um, again, it's it's at your own pace. It's whatever feels good to your body also. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, I think you would love it. That would be really fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think it's important for people to do something new. Step mm-hmm. out of their box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. So your goals are to have a better work-life balance mm-hmm. and really prioritize how to do that and say no more often. Mm-hmm. Okay. And learn something new. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How, how will you do that for yourself? Like, will you write those down in your planner or what will you Yeah.
1: Do? I will use a visual because visuals are really good for people. Um, adults tend to think that, you know, we're grown. We don't need the things. That's childish, and and it's not true. We're learning every day. We are growing, um, and what a, a list does is it's a reminder. So it's a prompt. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's a visual prompt, and then when you mark off that accomplishment, mm-hmm. that's reinforcement, mm-hmm. and so behavior goes where reinforcement flows. Right. So Ooh, that feels good.
0: Will you say that again slowly?
1: Behavior goes where reinforcement flows. Okay. So I'm going to be more motivated to check off that next thing off my list. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I will definitely have visuals because it's it's a motivator, mm-hmm. a prompt, a reinforcement. It's great self-management. Mm-hmm. It, it covers all kinds of really important skills. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. I love that. Wonderful. I'm trying to think. So when I was getting excited to talk to you today, I'm like, oh, I need to think about what my goals are. For 2024, yeah, you know, because we're so busy helping people establish theirs. So I really am very excited about a project that I'm doing. It's called Underground Moves. Um, It is a cloud-based app for domestic violence survivors that are in the situation or if there's family members supporting them they can also access the app too so it'll have therapy on there it'll have self-defense martial yeah. arts on there it'll have peer support um yoga trauma release, healing housing advocacy so i'm really excited that should launch here in january and i feel so passionate about it that it's just one of those things where like even though I'm an introvert and I prefer just like one-on-one conversations like this, I think this will push me to really get out there. And I want that to be my goal because I'm passionate about it. Not to worry if I, if I end up talking to a room full of people, for example, um, I really want to push myself with that and get out there and just do that. Nice. So I'm really excited about that. That is exciting. So I'll probably be consulting with you and be like, okay, Kim, so (laughs) how do I make sure... My behavior is flowing in that direction that I'm setting those goals. So I love always working on work-life balance. I don't think that that's ever just attained. I think that work-life balance for all of us, people pleasers in recovery, it's just something we're always going to have to work on, Mm -hmm. right? And having that balance. So I'm going to work on that too, for sure. No doubt about it. That's a hard one. Mm -hmm. That's really hard. Mm -hmm. So... Yay. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. um, Is there anything else that you find that's very helpful for even like your teens or your kids that you work with? Well,
1: I I think for for everyone thinking about especially with the holidays here, thinking Mm -hmm. about verbal behavior because communication is a behavior. Right. So Mm -hmm. so um, it's hard to talk about without getting into like the nitty gritty. But, there, but there's, there's ways to avoid blowouts, um, and, and this is common in classrooms, this is common at family gatherings, mm-hmm. arguments, um, it takes two. So when, when somebody says something um, like, oh, you're stupid, you know, mm-hmm. for lack of a better example, usually an argument will start because the other person on the receiving end Gets mad and fires back when really you could just move past that, not Mm -hmm. pay attention. Mm -hmm. Side separate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can be like, if the person knows, I'm thinking about upcoming family gathering, how one individual really likes football, and a good way to diffuse is be like, hey, what do you? who do you think is going to win? You know, you just start talking about something else, find Mm -hmm. a distractor, you know, or if they're always negative, you just ignore it. Mm
0: -hmm. And then only
1: engage with them when they're saying something kind and appropriate. Mm -hmm. So, um, I love that arranging your, Mm -hmm. your environment. Mm -hmm. So, um, maybe people who don't get along, they're kind of further apart, have Mm -hmm. something thinking at home, you know, for for the holidays you know somebody likes something very specific and you have that there Mm -hmm. so that kind of gets them in a happier place Mm -hmm. Um, just things like that but just being being aware of how you respond we cannot control what anyone does Mm -hmm. but we can't control ourselves and i think that's the biggest thing through the holidays moving forward um in the next year just to keep very mindful of you know that really stinks how they're acting but that's on them mm-hmm. i can control what i'm doing mm-hmm. and and make better decisions on mm-hmm. how you respond or don't respond mm-hmm. i love that you said that verbal communication mm-hmm. is a
0: behavior mm-hmm. and it's a behavior that we can only control our yeah. own right our right. own voice and what yeah. we say
1: yeah um, so that's a really important and it's a learned behavior right mm-hmm. so how you talk in your home mm-hmm. is gonna look vastly different than how these people over here talk yeah and and it may be a little rougher something that you don't see as appropriate mm-hmm. and harsh mm-hmm. um, but if that's in that person's learning history they mm-hmm. only know how to communicate that way so Sometimes we can be advocates there too and, and kind of help steer the conversation to more appropriate, if, if it's doable. Mm-hmm. But you have to think of that, you know, some households, they're loud talkers, they're mm-hmm. boisterous, you know, and, yeah. and they come across a family who's quiet talkers, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then they're like, what's wrong with that person? Mm-hmm. Nothing, they just do things differently. Yeah, And Meeting in the middle mm-hmm. is huge.
0: I love the self accountability you were talking about, you know, that we can't control what other people say or do, but ourselves, we can decide how we respond. We can decide how we interact initially with people, right? Um, I talk with a lot of people about boundaries and I have a lot of people doing holidays different this year. Mm -hmm. They're not putting their bodies around people who Mm -hmm. violate their boundaries you know or or they're just making different choices like having a holiday on a different day and you Mm -hmm. know i get really excited about that because i like to say to people like this is your life create the environments that you want and you feel safest yes you
1: know um so that's that's really rough for families where you have the younger generations just establishing having kids Mm -hmm. you know getting their traditions going and then you throw in the old school ones that are like octogenarians and such. Mm-hmm. They're very set in their ways and having things change is, is kind of tough. Yes. And so you just got to know how to handle that conversation mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. without getting upset.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've gotten to see, so like with some of the younger generations, um, if they are patient and they're establishing boundaries, some of the older generations responding better mm-hmm. than than maybe ever before, too. You know, so it, it definitely is deciding what you can handle as far as who you can be around, right. deciding how much flexibility you have in terms mm-hmm. of your own boundaries,
1: and you know, and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and knowing it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna you're gonna make some people upset, but that's okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I bet even for you and I, like like I know that that was a lesson for me, learning that. um, you can't possibly please every single person yeah that you interact with that's that's a really really hard one
1: it is it's very hard very very hard very 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 hard (laughs) like
0: i found like when i would dip my toe into well let's see how this goes if i what i try to practice is like not necessarily saying no or, or what I can't do for someone. I'll say what I can do, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so this is what I could do. I could see you next Wednesday, you know, instead mm-hmm. of saying, no, I can't see you today. Right. You know? Um, so, so that's a little more palatable to the people yes. pleaser in me. And it seems yeah. to go over better with
1: the people I'm interacting yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nicer setup because mm-hmm. they're hearing can and can't, mm-hmm. you know, rather than can't, um, yeah, I like that approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I love it. So, I really appreciate you meeting with me. I am and always happy to meet with you. I don't know you, how helpful I can be. I'm a little nervous, but
0: Are you so so some listeners, followers may have questions for yeah. you because you're you're very good at what you do and you have so much experience with teens and even adult behavior. So if I get any questions, I'm going to send them away. Toddlers,
1: everything. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I mean, from from little to old. Uh um, So applied behavior analysis is operant conditioning, and that means learned behavior. Mm -hmm. So that's everything that I do. That's everything that we do from Mm -hmm. other than breathing, eating, um, our sense of hot and cold, Mm -hmm. um, we're learning. From yeah. the minute we enter this world, our behavior is learned. So yeah. that's what I work with.
0: The second we enter. Yeah. And I wonder, do you ever think about, I think we're probably learning even when we're in the womb too, right? I, I think so. I think so. I, that's that's my thought. Yeah. 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 It's amazing to think yeah. even back that far, you know. So I like to believe we can learn new things every day yes. too, right? Yes. So we and, should be open open on purpose yes. opening our mind to what are new
1: thoughts I can have what are new things yes. I can try this year yes. you know yes and even something that's aversive I yeah. always try to stop and tell myself okay what did I learn from this I probably learned something not to do again mm-hmm. I've probably learned how to improve my approach over whatever it was mm-hmm. um, so I, even if it's yucky I find something I can take away from it Mm -hmm. for growth. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Mm -hmm. When you said that, it made me think about, so the
0: last five, six years have been tough, even in my own personal life. And uh, I could look at it like, whoa, you know, tragedy, 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 or I can look at it like, look at everything I have learned. I'm grateful for the hurts. Yes. I'm grateful for all of the pain because I've learned so much about myself, about
1: other people. Yeah. You wouldn't be who you are today if you didn't go through that, mm-hmm. no matter how awful that was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, it can it can really um, hold you back and, and tear down every fiber of your being, mm-hmm. or you can take that and then it catapults you mm-hmm. into something. Um, better and wiser Mm -hmm. and helpful to others going through that yeah yeah
0: I love that so thank you for bringing that to mind it feels really good I'm sure other people can you know listen to that and that will
1: fill them up too and it might not make sense right now when they're hearing it because when I was in it and I'm sure when you Uh were in it Uh you thought there was no end in sight this Mm -hmm. is it this is awful I can't come out of this Mm -hmm. you know but you Patience, mm-hmm. patience, mm-hmm. you wait and, and, and it comes mm-hmm. and you grow mm-hmm. like I could, you know, the butterfly in the cocoon and the coming uh-huh. out and, and, and the Lotus flower growing up yes. through the mud, yes. you know?
0: Yeah. I would cover my body with Lotus flower tattoos
1: if I could. I just love the meaning behind that yeah. too. Yeah. 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 I love it. Awesome. So I would like to give your listeners uh, a silly little um, thought. This is something that I do. Even when I'm feeling scratchy, you know, I, I try not to bring that into my day. I try to leave it alone, uh-huh. leave it at home or in my car or wherever. And I come in and I smile. I smile, I smile, I smile. When I go into the store, I may feel not feel well or something might have me upset. But I I make myself smile at others because then when they smile back, mm-hmm. it's it's infectious and mm-hmm. and you start to feel better and it just grows and goes. Now you're going to get some some grouchy guesses that are not going to smile back. But that's OK. You just keep on going. I did this with my kids when they were little. I'd be like, let's see how many smiles we get back today, Aww. you know, and, and I that's something that has stayed with me. And I actually at an old place where I worked, one day I climbed on the elevator and a coworker he says, is that real? And I was like, is what real? I had no idea what he was talking about. He says, you smile. You're always smiling. Is that real? You just smile so much. And I said, oh, yeah, it is. I'm a smiler, you know. And for a minute, I almost felt bad for that, you know, like I was doing something wrong. And I thought. Oh, that's silly! You're not taking me down to where you are. Nope, you're not taking me down. The <laughs> I don't care if I'm goofy. <laughs> I'm spreading smiles. Mm-hmm. So, so if you're feeling really yucky mm-hmm. and you're out in public, just just try smiling mm-hmm. at people. That might be the only smile they get, yeah. and you make their day. And then mm-hmm. you know it just it's infectious, and it lights up. Mm-hmm it lights up the world i've been really into like studying you know the body and the nervous system
0: and all of that um if we're walking around i know a lot of us that have been through trauma we're walking around tense and kind of frozen right so a smile is going to start to melt that a bit. It's going to bring the oxytocin into your yeah. system. You know, all oh, you soften the like your essential. jaw. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love that tip. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. It's definitely
1: something that I think people will think more about. Yeah, it takes know? practice. But once you get into it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I am probably goofy mm-hmm. and smiling all the time. That's but... amazing. Um. You know, and I think connection
0: is really important, so there's a lot of people that are are alone or they're self partnered and they, ju- they don't have someone they're returning home to or their family members have transitioned on or passed on so if people are needing connection, I say, go out and about a little bit mm-hmm. to the mall, to Walmart wherever, or yeah. if it's nice enough outside, you can connect with the energy of another person. Without even developing a relationship. Now, what we know is the more we get around people, the likelihood of us developing some type of relationship is possible. Mm -hmm. I always say there's two ingredients to developing relationships or friendships. The first one is you have something in common. So you're both at the park every Monday taking that walk. Or that's why I think church relationships happen because every Sunday – At nine, you know, Mm -hmm. you're here and you're connecting. But it can be that you go to the same laundromat all the time or wherever. So first, you have to have some kind of thing in common that you both do. And then the second thing is you consistently end up engaging with that person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, even people that are gamers, if they're consistently gaming with the same people or they're on the same discord, well, you're developing relationships. And you know what? that's perfectly fine with me. If that's how people develop their connection or if they're walking at the same park or they're at the same laundromat. Um, I had a conversation with someone yesterday about how you can have a million dollars in your bank account, but if you don't have anyone you're
1: connecting with, you're down. You have nothing. Yeah. 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 Human connection is huge. And I do feel like we're kind of depleted. In the mm-hmm. world today because we do do a lot of things by screen mm-hmm. um, using technology and I, I think we, we forget those of us who were raised with that connectivity mm-hmm. um, are kind of losing sense of it because of the world being driven by technology and then mm-hmm. we're bringing up the young ones um, and their world is all based on that, and and we need to remember to teach them mm-hmm. those skills mm-hmm. and that need, that necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm huge on on the human condition uh-huh. and connection. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I work so well with the kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they'll they'll listen a little better for me because I spend time with them. I talk mm-hmm. to them. I, I learn what they like, you know, and I remember, and I ask them about it, and, mm-hmm. and it just takes three minutes. Well, Three and minutes.
0: you're, you're present for them.
1: Yeah. You know, that's
0: my biggest message is if you can be present for someone in your family or, or at the store or wherever you are for a minute or two, Yeah, that will make that person's
1: day. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And and, and you know, have follow through with what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say you're going to do something, then it needs to happen just that way. Because then then you show reliability mm-hmm. um, and, and you gain trust. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a big thing. I think people don't trust. Mm-hmm. Um, I may be a little guilty myself for that. Mm-hmm. So that's where I can practice what I preach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think trust is hard to come by today. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Yeah. Oh, you shared so many good
0: things. This is like super helpful I for me. Even. I'm so oh. – no, that's the best part about podcasts though is you get to connect with people and you get to talk and you learn things from each other. And it's going to inspire ideas in our brains and other things to talk about, you know. It doesn't sure. have to be like this – beautiful fluid
1: conversation it can be like little pieces of good moments okay you know? good cuz i'm like the person who sees a squirrel oh, <laughs> oh. well actually i was going to talk to you I over the place i think
0: i have adult adhd like no <laughs> doubt about it and i for sure do so yeah. we could probably like talk a lot about that sometime so yeah but there is something that i want to ask you about so i'm going to sure. do a new recording just in case we decide to use it or not um, so prepare yourself. It's, it's a bit deep. Oh God. All right. So that was such an energizing conversation for me with Kim. I'm so thankful that she was our first podcast guest and definitely will be somebody that we'd love to have back on. Let me know if you guys have any questions for Kim. Um, she said she'd be happy to answer any, so send them my way. Also, after our talk, Kim offered me a tour in the school. This was actually the junior high that I went to in 7th and 8th grade. Um, I'm 36 now, so of course I said, sure, let's take that walk down memory lane. While we're doing that, I actually asked Kim to help me revisit um, a very big trauma for me as a teen that occurred in that school. So it's really interesting. We're going to add it on as just kind of a a side clip in the podcast, and I will let you know when that's available to listen to. Thank you so much for listening. Please come back and see us. The next episode will be airing after New Year's of the Unexpected Evolution and Still I Rise podcast. Thank you and keep on rising. If you enjoyed our podcast today and you would like to keep supporting this project of The Unexpected Evolution and Still I Rise. Please subscribe, follow, like, share, reach out to me. That way we can keep this podcast going and we get some good feedback and some more great guests on the show. Thank you so much.